0: podcasting welcome to a new tech same dicks episode of booking pop culture not just from where i like to call the mike nine studio but from everyone's homes as well i'm your referee rick vivian and tonight's bookers are by way of the lat cave the jackson tan businessman the latodactyl the tan lantern the genetic jackpot the baron of beefcake the goliath of girth and the mastodon of mass mr latter-day Knight himself
1: joe Colmer. that's me and as i raise my jawa tiki glass full of red wine i want to just say <laughs> god loves
0: bronson kills nobody puts dicky in the corner all right all right all right all right all right all
2: right all right all right all right all right all right hey fellas was that an appropriate amount of all rights i think it was like 17
0: it was that he did several it was at least a dozen okay start over okay. healing <laughs> <laughs> from the law offices of dewey cheatham and how our resident pop culture guru and this podcast attorney first letter of his first name jay
3: hey what's up gentlemen uh i don't have the uh, the jawa tiki i just have the hulk hogan's hangout mug with the 24 inch python handle
0: that is how many ounces is that a 24 ounce mug then
3: yeah it's a full pint i get a full pint in there
0: he's talking about his arm just in case
2: you're wondering yeah.
0: <laughs> all right guys since our last chat we've seen wandavision break the fourth wall with balcom in the middle go full-on mockumentary with a combo office, modern family tie-in, and today they drop a sitcom special, the recap episode. That all said, things in Westview aren't very funny anymore. In fact, this last episode was a real punch in the heart, but we're getting some answers. The last three episodes lead up to an Agatha Harkness reveal, teasing the Salem witch trials, and while we find out about who the neighbor really is, we also go down a pretty grim path with Wanda and her journey, where are we now in the house of M and what's next? Cause we are full on house of M here now,
1: correct? Well, Not really. I mean, it's just kind of like an amalgamation of all of the big stories that Wanda and Vision have kind of been together. So there's elements of House of M here and that she's created this whole alternate reality in this little pocket um, town. But there's also like a lot of West Coast Avengers going on, which we'll get into. And to be honest, never read the entire story. I just know at one point Vision, you know, is destroyed and then he's reconstructed and then he's kind of like emotionally distant to wanda aside from you know he's a freaking android how (laughs) emotional can he really be to begin with there's a lot of uh different story elements they're just combining into one they're blending it very very well sure we're gonna get into it but there's there's a lot of questions raised by this uh episode here it's gonna be interesting
0: You know, that's the thing. We've got one more episode to go. The closing credit sequence is like 15 minutes long. So these hour-long episodes are really only about 40 minutes. And then the last two episodes we've actually been given, post-credit scenes. This particular episode, we get exactly that. How they've determined that, okay, we can now bring the vision carcass back to life. What we find out, though, is it seems as if the SWORD director used Wanda to basically fire her up, piss her off, see her explode. He knew that only Wanda and her power could bring him back online and thus creating the hex and that drone they bring back in. They can use that photon power to bring Vision back online. But yeah, he's exactly what you're saying. He's that emotionless Vision I don't think
1: uh, Vision was in the House of M at all, actually, because Vision was destroyed in um, Avengers Disassembled. Like that was the whole story, where they were like, "The Scarlet Witch is behind this because she's lost her freaking mind because she doesn't she think she has kids, and then she's realized that they're fake, and now she's destroying everything." So you know, she she stages like this whole Cree and Skrull invasion at one point on the Avengers mansion, and she Hulk goes berserk and. She she actually rips the vision completely in half and kills him for, like... So that happened in, like, 2005, I want to say. And he was dead And for about seven years because they brought him back. In, um, in the story where they brought Scarlet Witch back into the Avengers fold, where it was called, like, Where Are the Children? And it was, like, she was in Latveria, and Doctor Doom was trying to make her his bride, naturally. So... <laughs> Yeah, so that the big culmination of that story was, um, you know, she's back to normal. And then Tony Stark was able to save the vision and put his consciousness in a new body, essentially. So to back up the post credit scene for a second, they are using the Hex as a power
3: source, correct?
2: Well, they used it from that drone that came back. It, was, it had some of the energy in it, yeah. But you got what I thought we were going to get, and it's the all-white vision. And that's when he came back. In the 80s, and that's when he had like no emotion. But what I think is, we're doing, we we can go in reverse because we're already here. She recreated him from nothing. We thought she stole his body, right? But she, but when he was regenerating out of her, he was yellow. So it was like a yellow string of energy. So I'm thinking since she got her powers from the mind stone, she like brought his consciousness back somehow. And that's what's in there. And then his real body is. A mindless robot outside of it and that's why he couldn't leave because he's in this like deal and i think that's what dude wanted is he originally wanted okay she recreated him in there let's go get him and he couldn't come out so then he's like fuck it let's just regenerate the body and and hopefully we get them merging together again
0: well we never really see a video recording of her removing the body he just tells everybody that she did so clearly Mm -hmm. only a few people know that they've reassembled him Although, they were just taking random grinders to his fucking head and his wrists and shit. Like, if you're looking to reassemble somebody, that's that's not how you do it.
1: Yeah, you're kind of doing it in just, reverse. Like,
0: they just <laughs> had brought some body shop dudes in to cut him up.
3: Yeah, the Ugnuts had more care with c 3 p
0: They got Babu Frick in there, cracking his head open.
1: <laughs> and I, how do they do that anyway when he's vibranium? Like, you can't saw through it, supposedly. Yeah,
0: they were they were showing some little I mean, it was like an air sander or something just just grinding up his head. And then he talks about three billion dollars with a vibranium that he's not going to waste.
1: Yeah. But I mean, Rich kind of touched upon it there. The big question I had from this episode was her powers might not be from the Infinity Stone. So because Agatha brings up that that bomb should have gone off and that she may have actually cast a spell without knowing it that altered the probability of the bomb going off. Yep,
2: That's the tease of mutants, I think. I think that's their little hint that like you, she's a mutant.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's that, and she walked into the room with the... Because it showed the flashback where she... Was that the first, supposed to be the very first time she encountered that staff with the it's the Mindstone, right with the mind stone in it was that supposed to be the first time she's ever seen it we don't we don't necessarily know if she'd been exposed to it yet but i mean they said something along the lines of oh every other test subject has died when they've been exposed to this blah 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 she actually opened it with her mind or whatever some sort of spell before she didn't It didn't touch her or anything. She opened it and then exposed herself to the stuff. The shadow of it looks like her um, uncanny Avengers Scarlet Witch outfit. It's interesting because she definitely had some sort of power before, you know, she was uh, infected by the Mind Stone.
0: In one of our chats, uh, one of you brought up that. Uh, she had seen bombs as a child with Stark Industries on the side of it and thus hated Tony Stark this is the first time they showed it
1: yeah she explained it in Age of Ultron it it was really cool very cool you know scene but she just kind of tells the story and you're left to paint the picture in your mind and she's like you know for two days we waited for Tony Stark to kill us and whatever that's my accent (laughs) but uh and that's the whole thing. And she had to look at the Tony Stark name, whatever. So that's why they had so much heat with Tony Stark and all that good stuff, and why they end up ended up joining Hydra because they thought he was evil, and because he's the weapon supplier, and they live in this country that is just war torn. Like that was such a sad scene where we see their parents in an effort to try and teach them English. Uh, they watch these sitcoms. So that was a really cute tie back they're having this great family bonding moment and they're picking these episodes. They know th- so many of them by heart is what it seems like they've watched so many. And then you look outside and there are people just shooting at each other and throwing uh Molotov cocktails. All this crazy stuff is going on and that's the world they live in. That was uh pretty powerful stuff.
3: Did you catch the thing online where people have already picked out that the episode that she said she wanted to watch was, Season two, episode twenty-one, but the episode oh that they put on was season two, episode
1: twenty. <laughs>
3: Jeez, <laughs> <Van Dyke> Show,
1: <laughs> I, I, does that have any significance <laughs> to anything?
3: I, no, probably not. It's just a thing, and I don't know. I could I I obviously am not a Dick Van Dyke show.
1: <laughs> you no, know, but that's just an example of the internet. it's, it's of ridiculous because you know now because yeah. Marvel's such a big thing you have all these YouTube shows that start up where there's somebody who acts like they're an expert on comics that have never had a pull list in their life and I know it but like <laughs> Rachel will watch you know she'll want to like watch it to analyze the episode and it's kind of cool because they have like a whole team that uh you know they'll probably have some comic nerds on the team that do the research and all this and give the host or whatever the cliff notes of what they're supposed to say on the video to give people the lowdown but they break down like all these details that you would never think about like that dick van dyke bit or anything like that you know i just tell her straight up i'm like look i am the only person you ever need to be consulting in this matter you don't need to watch these videos you just you just ask me
0: (laughs) so what you're saying is that there's shows out there where the crew on the show know everything and the host doesn't know a damn thing
1: it's a good chance it's a good chance but I, I don't think I don't think there's uh, you know I've never encountered one of those ever. I have no idea. That, we should. We should have- <laughs> what a terrible
3: idea. One thing I, I, I did want to touch on, and I'm I'm not sure I, 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 if this is just my disappointment getting ahead of myself. So is Quicksilver not Quicksilver at all? It was just a random. They just decided to pull that guy.
2: Can't be. I mean, that's too big of them to be like, ah, oh, the X Men are here. No, he's just. Fucking nobody.
0: Yeah. If he was fake and obviously pulled from the wrong timeline or universe, whatever, that yeah. is we've got one episode to go. Does Wanda just lose her absolute shit? Because the kids are gonna be revealed as not being real some point in this next episode. Does she lose her shit and then thus she rips open essentially the multiverse?
3: The only thing that's saving me on this is they the uh and end credits scene uh, in episode seven, because we're on episode eight, where Quicksilver, a uh, Pietro, right, encounters vision and just tells him to Is it be quiet or, shh, or something.
2: No, it was Photon. Oh, Photon. Yeah. But that's a swerve because they're insinuating that he's evil too. But when she, he does that, that's a total swerve. I think it's going to turn out that he's, he's going to help out. Help yeah. I, that's my strong feeling. Yeah.
0: My question how do we get some more Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage?
1: Because no. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Ghost Rider is one of my favorites, period. Hands down. I love Ghost Rider and not I, I grew up with the Dan Ketch Ghost Rider, not the Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze to me is a cool guy in a trench coat with a fucking ponytail and he's got a gun that shoots hellfire. And it's one of the only things that can hurt Ghost Rider. Like, I love it. I absolutely love Ghost Rider. And um, those movies just they took a piece of my soul every time I watched them. Like God. it just—they were so bad. The first one was like a high-budget Power Rangers episode, just the way he defeated every villain and all that. And then they had Blackheart as the main guy, but he—he he looked like a normal human. He didn't look like the, look the, this massive beast demon like he's supposed to look in the comics. Like that would have been really a, cool.
2: He was the incel from uh, American
1: Beauty. Yeah, oh, and that's yeah. those are like the only two movies that guy's made. He was in he was in this movie that was just an Oscar, a classic. It's very, very good. I love American beauty. And now it's just probably really weird to watch because of Kevin Spacey. But like that movie is so good. And then he's in ghost rider as the main bad guy for some reason. And he's awful.
2: Yeah. Real bad.
1: And then, yeah. And then dude, I, I watched Spirit of Vengeance and it started out pretty decent because it had Idris Elba in it and Idris is always cool and like everything he's in he's just a great actor and I was like wow he's in this and then just I don't know a ha- as soon as Ghost Rider shows up like it was clear that they didn't have the budget of the first one so all of the scenes were really crappy the CGI for how they did was really crappy you know they tried to make things way too funny and then Nicolas Cage there was a lot of Over the top, overacting for a lot of it, too. So it just was very is very laughable at how bad it was. And then Christopher Lambert showed up for a minute, too. What? Who was he? Yeah, he he was just some random guy that was like the leader of some sort of cult. I don't I can't I don't really remember the plot that much because it was so bad. And I was pumped to watch it because they put a guy that was supposed to be like blackout, one of the main uh, 90s Ghost Rider villains in it. But, you know, they didn't get his powers right at all not one bit and he sucked
3: it was just atrocious <laughs> as a Ghost Rider aficionado have you been
1: keeping up with the cosmic Rider? i have been i have been but i mean he hasn't done too much in a while he had that mini series the last one it was like it was all right
0: we've been watching nicholas cage movies he just came out with uh willie's wonderland which is where he is essentially trapped in a chucky e. cheese that he has to clean <laughs> And the, so five, and five, the five. animatronics come to, you know, are essentially coming to life and he's yeah. fighting them. And I'll just stop there because, by description, by that description only and the trailer, it looks sweet. Yeah, that looked really cool. It's, it's dog shit. You should watch Willy's Wonderland, but let me just say to cleanse your palate and give you good animatronic killing, there's a movie called the Banana Splits movie, which, if you're a child of my age, Banana Splits was a Sid and Marty Croft. Show from like the early 70s and literally the kids' show from when I was two. So the
2: the banana splits movie, they made them murderers in the movie. (laughs) Yes. Because that and they were allowed to do that.
0: I don't know how the hell I gotta look into how the hell this happened because lady friends, like, oh, we need to watch this banana splits movie. I'm like, the fucking banana splits from the 70s, and she had never heard of that. And so I had to show her through YouTube what banana splits were. Then we watched 2019. Yeah. Then we watched the movie, and it's exactly that. So somebody got the rights from it. It's basically as if Sesame Street put on pause for 40 years, and then somebody made a a Killer Muppets movie.
1: Guys, I think you just, wow. We need to find out what properties have lapsed in terms of the rights and stuff, and let's just make horror movies out of them. Let's do a Popples horror movie. I think we could do something really good with that. Like, no, like if we had Killer Popples, are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Well, did you see the uh, the Death of Superman
2: Lives documentary? Yes, a little bit. Yeah, because dude just found out the rights were up and bought it because nobody else knew. <laughs> like Superman.
0: <laughs> you just came across. Which was also going to star Nick Cage as a long-haired, greasy Superman. <laughs>
2: dude, they sold me on that movie by the end of it. I don't think uh, it would have been a great <laughs> Superman movie, but I wanted to see
0: it. Absolutely. So... All right, trying to bring this back to WandaVision. Oh. What could they possibly do in
1: an hour next week? They might have even longer. Like, we might be looking at an, it's wishful thinking, but a 90 minute episode. Cause something, I don't know what it was, but like when episode six ended, they said they had three hours left. Cause apparently the whole show is supposed to be nine hours or something like that. So they're like, oh, the last episodes will all be an hour apiece. And they haven't been. So maybe that the time that's left will be slotted into the last episode. And we're looking at like a really, like, I mean, every episode is kind of like a mini movie, but. This one could be almost like a straight movie if it's ninety. They are minutes. all an
3: hour. If you want to watch until they start introducing all the Dutch cast and crew,
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, it's unnecessarily
1: long credits. What I, a lot of people worked on this. Okay,
3: I don't know, it really I <laughs> you, but it really annoys me in that when I stop it during that, but so then when I come back to it, it says, "Do you want to resume this episode?" And it's like, you know, at the German cast and crew, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm sure that Hans did a great job, but I don't I don't need to watch.
2: You know who's, well, the acting is just fucking awesome from everybody, but Catherine Hahn was really good in this. Like, she changed gears really hard.
0: You know, Rich, you bring up a good point. The acting, I mean, throughout this whole series, but this past episode, especially when Wanda breaks down at the, you know, the foundation of the house that, you know, vision was, you know, I guess having built, that's how this whole Westview town came into came to be.
1: How'd he get the deed to that land? He has no credit. He's an android. Yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah, he is Bitcoin. <laughs> we saw it didn't matter. He had that hard cash. We saw what like what Ultron did for Claw in Age of Ultron. He's like, Oh, you need this much money, and then he just hacked into all these systems and gave him like billions of dollars for Vibranium.
0: The the Avengers have to have a payroll. I'm sure Vision has a you know a 401k. We um,
2: gotta buy all those V neck sweaters. <laughs> the
0: dress is very dapper. Yeah. Maybe he materializes it. The dude shits Bitcoin, so I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <funny. laughs>
3: Elizabeth Olsen has been flexing her, her acting uh, chops at this point. Oh, she is a badass. Catherine Hahn ate her lunch yeah. on this episode. Yeah. Catherine Hahn was so damn good, as
0: what was saying. It's, well, she's been such a, you know, just kind of goofy side character up until, you know, really the end of last episode. But this whole episode was her. The Salem witch trial, or really it was the witches putting a witch on trial in the entire episode. She's spot on.
2: Cause that character is a tweener in the comics. Like she showed up, she was the babysitter for the Sue and Reed Richards kid, the fantastic four. That was her first appearance. And she like
1: Franklin.
2: Yeah. And I don't think she was ever a straight villain in any of the comics before. Maybe a little bit. She was right. a little fucking a little greasy.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what she seems to be. I mean, really she's more interested in Wanda's abilities and how she got them, because we see how she essentially collected her abilities. So if we determine that Petro is alive, and perhaps Agatha created him, but maybe she didn't exactly know where she pulled him from? That's my guess. That makes sense.
2: Because it'd be weird if they they brought him in, only to tell you, like, oh yeah, it's not even that guy, It's the, the, forget it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> it's a figment of your imagination she just found another in the ether out there it doesn't matter
2: yeah, because yeah. There's, i mean they won't write that character off with just that one line so there's got to be something you find out about him next episode for sure or he's her son all grown up he's actually uh the young avengers Who's what the what's the other one mike Matt, Mike, what's her other kid? Speed. Yeah, what's the kid's name? Uh, Tommy, Tommy, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's him all grown up. I don't know. I'd like it if to be, he was from the X Bend because, I mean, it's what we fucking signed up for.
1: That's what we all want, and that's what they're. Obviously kind of hinting at right? Does, does it feel like that way to anyone else, or am I just wishful thinking that it's like well, she hinting. might have muted yeah, powers all no, right Because they said that, right? I didn't, didn't imagine that it, it was 3:30 in the morning. I was in a caffeine psychosis. She didn't say it, but she's she dropped her name finally at the end, which
2: I found it funny because I thought it weird. It was weird in the first or second episode. Hayworth was like, Well, she doesn't have a name, like all these guys got code names, she doesn't have a name. They're like,
1: nope. A funny name. She she, he made fun of it, which I thought was funny. It was like this piece of shit. So I thought that was weird. That's how I feel whenever I'm crossing the border to Canada. They're like, "What's your wrestling name?" That's that's the scene from Guardians of the Galaxy. They're like, "What's your name?" He's like, "Star Lord," and they're like, "Who?" Right. But I have to tell them that I'm the genetic jackpot, and they're like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know, I'm a perfect man. I'll go fuck myself.
3: (laughs) It reminds me of uh, all those Tony Hawk tweets now where Tony Hawk gets recognized, but they then, and they don't believe that it's him. (laughs) Those are so good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time we got stopped at the border and um, I'm trying to think who all was in the car. I mean, it was myself, GQ, uh, Frogun. Uh, I forget which gimmick he was using at that time. But anyway, they didn't, you know, okay, pull over. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to wrestling show. Yeah. 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 And they had us pull over to the little van that, that actually scans bags. So they pulled all the bags out of the back of the truck and scanned them. And I think two of the bags had probably three or four different title belts in them. And they're like, Oh, well, this is, this fits your story. Can we take pictures with all these? belts?" <laughs>
1: Dude, they love belts. Yeah. Civilians love belts. Like they lose their mind. Everything I do. It's like, yeah, whatever you did this. You wrestled David Arquette, former WCW world champion, whatever. I don't care that much. Wait, you won a belt. Oh my God. Like, people love that stuff.
0: <laughs> you you brought it up, Rich. They Agatha brings up that you're the Scarlet Witch. Why is that such a big reveal all of a sudden?
2: They're probably going to work it into some kind of lore. There's probably some witch lore that like there's somebody that'll come along, like that's like the name of somebody that can create something yeah. from nothing. That's my guess cuz she said it as if it's like a thing.
0: Right. And so we've seen now I'm going to bounce a bit here, but we've seen Wanda's parents and now she's revealed as this Scarlet witch, which as you say is potentially some kind of, you know, ancient, witch. is Magneto still her father. I think so. Okay.
2: I think, uh, That's my guess.
1: I mean, in the comics, no, but now they're like realizing, wow, we really fucked that up because now we can make the movies with uh, the X Men and make Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch even cooler because that's the coolest thing about those characters, hands down, hands down.
2: Yeah, didn't they do some contrived thing to? Yeah retcon him being their dad and it like kind of makes no fucking sense it was stupid
1: it was all in that childish thing try and make it that um try to take the spotlight away from the x-men and the fact they like they at that point they canceled the fantastic four for a while it was very shortly after that crappy fantastic four movie came out in 2015 that no one watched that i haven't watched by josh trank i think was the director or whatever but it was really really awful doom was a blogger i guess or something stupid marvel was pissed and they're like you know what we're gonna cancel the fantastic four comic for a while we're putting that on ice and then we're gonna go ahead and pull the x-men back we're not gonna you know if you looked around you never saw them on any marketing materials or merchandise anywhere there was no fantastic four no x-men in sight like they were replaced by hawkeye and black widow and whoever the hell else the guardians of the galaxy it was all just this very very like petty thing like they're just trying to just throw those characters away. It's like X-Men are part of pop culture now. You can't just not have them around. They're here forever. They tried to replace the X-Men with the Inhumans. They tried to make Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. about the big reveal of Inhumans. and It was going to be a lot like Mutants. And then they did an Inhuman show and it bombed. And the comic book bombed because no one gives a crap. And they even put like superstar artists and writers on it too. It just didn't matter because the characters just, it's not something you want to read every month and we're actually kind of running into that with the eternals right now eternals is on its third issue is coming out but like because the movie is coming out they're trying to give us an eternals blitz in the comics and it's just it's not good it doesn't it's it's written well but like i'm personally i'm just not interested i think it's boring and i don't care about any of the characters and it's just way too much to try and bombard me with and force me to care and they even shoehorned thanos into the second issue they're like oh he's back to life whatever i'm like okay I'll read the first two issues to see how I like it, and I just I don't I don't care, and it's that whole them trying to force feed and make you make the Guardians of the Galaxy happen again, essentially, because no one knew what they were, but they had a lot of charm. This this doesn't.
2: I went back and reread the Neil Gaiman Eternals miniseries. And it was fucking terrible.
1: And that's, and that's <laughs> Neil terrible. Gaiman. And, and you know the originals are Jack Ker- they're, you know they're Jack Kirby originals and all that. It's very sci-fi and cool but it just doesn't fit with the rest of the Marvel universe really, you know. Then they, it's they like never almost, react.
2: Yeah, it's almost pretentious. Yeah. Like a little
1: it, bit. And it it's redundant in a in a way because they're very much they're very similar to the Inhumans to me. They're the same yeah. type of character, and like, okay, so they're this other offshoot of superhuman that were created by something else. What, whatever. I don't, I don't. It care. reminds
2: me of the old, which that shit worked in the '60s for some reason. But it reminds me of like some of the Hanna-Barbera, like Thundar the Barbarian and the Inhumanoids. It reminds me of that shit for some reason. Yeah. Where it's just like real two-dimensional, but let's make cool designs. And And they do look cool
1: because Jack Kirby art is, it's the best stuff ever, pretty much. You know, it's just very, it's classic. It's. You can't repeat that. I don't know, man. There's just nothing that can make me care about it. And uh, going back on my toys, there's a warehouse somewhere with Eternals action figures. Like, I mean, it's got to be floor to the ceiling, just full of boxes of these toys because the Rona hit and they haven't. The MCU's timeline is all screwed up, but they had all this merchandise in production. You know, there have been leaks and stuff and action figure leaks. So we've seen what the waves look like, and they just look like it looks like the most uninspired movie like possible. It just it looks so weird and there's nothing there's nothing about it that really makes you want to see it. At least just yeah. by looking at it, the trailer might come out and blow us away. Marvel hasn't really done us too wrong, you know. They've got a very very good batting average, but mm, Captain Marvel I, the, 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 but, but that's but one out of how many? Part. But for the most part, yeah. exactly. Like, that's one out of out like, how many? Twenty some movies. And people try to shit on Thor too, and I'm like, it's still Thor, it's, and it had good. Loki in it. It's it's still cool. And um, even Iron Man three is, still has Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man.
2: That's better on the rewatch. I rewatched that around Christmas, and I actually liked it way better than the first time I saw it.
1: I actually only saw it in theaters myself, so I I'll have to rewatch yeah. it at some point. But yeah, it's not. You know, it's one of those things, uh, but this just doesn't have anything that I'm not interested to see it. Beca- and l- the only thing that makes me want to see it is that they're using it as, you know, they're dangling the thread that, oh, the X-Men might be involved somehow. This might connect to mutants in the MCU. But now we're seeing that with WandaVision, <laughs> maybe. So I'm like, oh, ah. yeah,
2: I don't want a big contrived explanation for mutants. They're, they're just there. Yeah. Can't we just have them? Just, they ex- they're out there.
0: <laughs> that exactly seems to be the hook of WandaVision, is how are they bringing the mutants in? Because this has to be the gateway to that.
2: My guess is, well, since they... Sorry to cut you off, but they sorry. insinuated that the Bindstone unlocked her mutant gene. So maybe that's their thing. It's like meeting them halfway that, yes, mutants have always been out there, but the snap and everything may have unlocked even more, uh, like latent mutant genes.
1: See, I think you may have touched on something, like uh, maybe it unlocked the mutant gene, but because it's the time zone, whatever, and the infinity stones are connected to all of creation, somehow it's um, transcended. Yeah, it's it's, uh, connected to the space stone in a way to where it goes to other dimensions where um, mutants are... You know, that's a thing like where we see these 20th century Fox X-Men movies where mutants are the deal. And maybe she somehow, you know, that interacted with her DNA or some crap. Who knows? Uh, They can play it a million ways. So hopefully it's better than whatever garbage I just spat out. We'll see, man. We'll see. I'm excited. But I I read something interesting that they might do. It might be a way for them to just do Secret Wars. That's apparently what their big next event is going to be we had infinity war was the culmination of all these phases all that but they want to try and lead to secret wars so if they're starting out with the multiverse this is a really good way to do it so imagine that movie we have all the heroes versus all the villains that's supposed to be the whole story of it all from the multiverse so we're going to see all of the x-men from the fox movies maybe and then all of the Marvel, uh, MCU, good guys, all that teaming up to fight all the villains from these various properties. So
0: who knows? We'll see. So a couple real quick things here. Uh, We see how Photon got her power. Um, She is, you know, she doesn't quite realize it, but she is a superhero now. She did a superhero landing and had glowing (laughs) eyes. Do you think with, again, with one episode to go, we have uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out um, in a couple weeks, March 19th. And I mean, it seems like the next MCU movie that's going to be released is now Spider-Man. What are they calling this thing? No Way Home.
2: Home, Yeah. Well, there's no idea on Black Widow yet, right? Did they postpone it, but without a date?
0: Yeah, that just seems like, uh, yeah, they're just waiting for crowds to enter the theaters. But I think they'll give up on that.
2: Yeah. And then I don't think there's anything else that finished filming because Doctor Strange is
0: filming right now, I think. Is it filming? Okay. Maybe yeah. I think so because they. I think it's filming right. Didn't now. they wrap filming Spider Man Three? I think they are still.
1: Wait, maybe
3: Spider Man Three is. It's it. That's slated to come out next year, though,
1: right? It's so no. It's coming out Christmas this oh, year. Oh really? Okay. Supposedly it's coming. Yeah.
0: They. They're that's probably. Done,
1: yeah. They're done. Because I'm sure there's an
0: a there, no,
1: they they still apparently got a fi- like they took a break for the holidays and I think they must have just resumed but that's crazy to think about. So they took a break and now they're filming again uh, supposedly and then they want they want to have it all done oh, by yeah. Christmas this year.
3: Well, that's the incredible part about Hollywood now in special effects is that it used to be you wrapped principal and then you did FX for like a goddamn year. Yeah, no, it's, a,
2: it's just months now. Yeah. Doctor Strange is supposed to come out in May
1: everything's screwed up. I I don't know if I believe that, but like, let me see here.
2: I mean, the fact that they still launched WandaVision though, knowing that that's going to lead into this, that might still be, it might still be may somehow.
0: So, I mean, it seems like even though we've been getting answers in every episode, this final episode, I think is going to leave us hanging to want to watch Falcon and winter soldier. Somehow they got to tie something in.
2: That's what I thought. I thought that was who the reveal was gonna be at the very end, was he brought in Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: See, I don't I don't know, cause wasn't uh Falcon and Winter Soldier supposed to come out before WandaVision initially?
2: Yeah, I, I think-, think so. It looks like Doctor Strange isn't coming out till March twenty fifth of next year. Yeah,
1: that makes more sense. Okay. I don't know. Cool. I'm excited. I think this is all really good, cool stuff and I just they haven't let us down. Is when when it, when it uh, comes down to it, man. Like we were a little bit annoyed by the first couple episodes of the show because it was like, all right, they're really overstaying the sitcom stuff. But you know, I I said it to myself while I was watching it. I was like, look, they they've got nine episodes, however many episodes to tell the story. It's gonna be really good by the end of it. And here we are, and everything has been given like perfect context and makes sense and there's a lot of emotion to everything It's really really good so i i have faith that everything's going to turn out all right
0: we talked about this with mandalorian disney plus is telling stories the way i want to watch them you know we got used to like netflix and hulu and, and whatnot dropping full series and then hey did you, did you just watch it all yet no i'm on episode two or i'm waiting for my girlfriend to finish season two before I can start season three. And so nobody's there's, there's not that week long water cooler talk or, you know, Facebook chat talk now. And it's just been, it's so great.
1: It's cool to look forward to something like I can't, It's like I was really pumped when uh, Cobra Kai season three dropped, for example, but I was able to pound away at that like immediately at my own pace. I was like, okay, sweet. I can watch this and I have to make sure I watch it before I see some idiot on Facebook say something dumb. You know, with this, it's like, okay, it drops at this time. I'm going to be awake anyway. I'm going to check it out, and I have something to look forward to every single week. And I think about it. <laughs> it's, it's silly, but I think about it every day. I'm like, oh, crap. It's four days until the new episode. Three, yeah. two. Oh, here we are. One, one more sleep. I get to watch it when I wake up. It's really exciting. I, I love it.
0: You know, something else that we learned that we get Loki in June, June 11th.
1: Yeah, it seems like they're just rolling them one after the other. And like, there's just no stopping it now. Like there's uh, after this, we go into next year. There's going to be Hawkeye. And then uh, it's going to start rolling into the second slate of uh, shows, I guess, which would be like and And there's some that I'm not terribly crazy about, but there's some that I'm really pumped for. Like I can't wait for She-Hulk. I can't wait for Moon Knight. I can't wait for Armor Wars. I can't wait for Secret Invasion. I am so pumped for those. Like those are going to be really, really cool. I don't know what they're going to do with no Tony Stark, but we're going to see a lot of cool Iron Man villains, I think. And that's going to be that's going to be really exciting. And it'll it'll be so awesome.
2: is going to be good too, because it looks like they're basing it almost completely off of that comic series that Matt Fraction did. And that yep. that was
1: awesome. That was really good. I just read that back in April in its entirety, and I yeah, I loved it. Like, as it was well worth the hype. It was so cool. So if they if they do a show like that, yeah, I hope they great. film it. Oh similar. yeah, because that, that was that's what was yeah. so creative. There was a whole episode from the, the freaking dog's perspective. Uh, a whole issue. Oh yeah. my god, it was so good. It was so good.
3: Disney Plus has been my destination viewing for, geez, at least since Mandalorian Season 2 started, because there was a little bit of a dip between end of Mandalorian Season 1 and then Mandalorian Season 2. But now it seems like they loaded up the pipeline and it's going to be a steady stream from here on in.
1: And that's the plan. That's exactly what they're they are going to have an awesome show uh, just running almost all the time. And it's going to bleed one into the other. So when all this Marvel stuff runs out, we'll be ready for the Boba Fett series or whatever else. Like there's, it's just, <laughs> it's almost self-sustaining. It's crazy. Well, it's better than
2: anything else. Cause like Hulu and Netflix, it's like, maybe there's one thing a year I got to watch and then. I don't even know why I have them anymore.
0: Honestly, you're absolutely right. Netflix, they have so much original content now that, does, I mean, Cobra Kai, which, as I was saying before, I'm still stuck in the first season. I didn't get out of the first season yet and just moved on to other things. I need to start that.
1: Man, I, I mean, if you don't feel it, you don't feel it, but I love that show. Like, I love it. Something else must have pulled me out of it. Like it it's the only show that's ever made me like, like I stand up and cheer at the TV. Like it's crazy. Like I get so invested in it because it just draws so much emotion out of you. Like I just, it's so awesome. It's just the way, I don't know. I, I feel like it's the way storytelling supposed to be in a way. It just makes you really pull for the good guys and all this stuff. And you just want to see every bad guy get their ass beat pretty much. And when good things happen, <laughs> it's,
3: it's great. I think it's just an incredible thing with, uh, if you have good storytelling, You can pull off whatever you want because there's on paper. There's no reason a karate kid 30 years later sequel should work.
1: No. And it, and like, and on paper, I shouldn't, because I think we've been over it. I kind of detest youths. I don't, I don't like teenagers at all. Like, uh, I can't relate to them. I just, I just don't care for them. I, I don't care about this stuff. Um, <laughs> but this show makes me give a crap about all the high school drama that's going on. Normally I think that is stupid and nonsense, but like there's, it's a big plot point And I kind of give a crap about what happens to these kids. I'm like, man, I love the show. <laughs> they kind of turn it into the grassy high, right?
3: They did. It's, it's a house. percent grassy. <laughs>
1: That sounds amazing.
3: Karate,
0: and
1: it's very self-aware too. Is the thing like it's it's like yeah, this this crap is happening, but we you know what you're signing up for. We know what we're making, and here you go. This is what you ordered. Enjoy. Well, and can you believe that we've we're so invested
3: in a television show about the Scarlet Witch and Vision? If you had have told me after Age of Ultron that in 2021 we're going to Joe's gonna get up at three o'clock in the morning and be hyped as fuck to watch a show about the Scarlet Witch and Vision. Excited to go to bed. Like I just,
1: <laughs> I have serious sleep problems and the fact that I just refuse to go to bed all the time. I'm like, no, no, I'm off work. I'm gonna read comics. I'm gonna stay up as late as I possibly can, even though I have to wake up and lift weights really, really early. No, I'm staying up. Five hours of sleep minimum. I'm fine. I'll live forever. No, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I think yesterday I went to bed at like nine o'clock on the dot. So, yeah, it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, no, it's just, it's good writing and good writing will save the day pretty much 90% of the time.
0: Last thoughts on uh, WandaVision? What we're going to see next? I have no idea.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea.
3: My hot take is that it's not Mephisto. We're not going to, I don't think think so either. I'd
2: like it, but uh, I don't think so. I don't think there's going to be a big villain swerve this late uh, in the last episode. It's too much.
1: I think you might be right cuz I, I mean, but Paul Bettany said there's still this actor that he's got to have all these run-ins with. I it might be Benedict Cumberbatch, but yeah. uh might be somebody else. I don't know. We'll see. My hope is Patrick Stewart. I might, yeah. Oh god. I yeah. I would <laughs> bust. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though that's that's what I hope I really hope that or I'd rather actually have it be Ian McKellen and then somehow they tie it (laughs) together where oh wow that is her dad oh my god oh my god I'd lose it I would lose it when he was 72 years old I mean but see (laughs) Rich here's the thing you forget that at one point uh, do use my birth name and then explain something excuse me (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was a swear around these parts. Dickie Bronson. Dicky. <laughs> Here's the thing about Magneto. At one point, he was turned into a friggin' baby by The Stranger turned into an infant, and then when he was brought back to his uh, adulthood self, it was at his physical peak. So that is why Magneto is just jacked out of his mind at 87 years old. Like, he's... Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. When he was brought back, he was brought back to be, like, it, the optimal man. Like, just a prime specimen, all this. So, like, it wasn't like he was really an old fart geezer guy. He was just he was like everything he could possibly be so he was he was it was essentially like captain america the mutant almost except he wasn't on steroids he was just all natural so pretty sweet
2: <laughs> and he didn't give a shit about america really no
1: not at all he just was like hey <laughs> no. uh i want to kill all these people because they're trying to kill my people let's make it happen and he looked jacked and great and rogue was in the savage land and said you know what give me some of that sure what That's how good that? he looked. Magneto was literally eighty years old, and Rogue, twenty something, said yes.
2: When when was that?
1: Uh, uh well, when he be, when he's was not a baby anymore, it, it's Uncanny X Men one oh four. So it's like was that when he had the purple? Something. Remember he
2: had that like sleeveless outfit for like a minute.
1: Yeah, he was trying some things.
2: Was that it? It was.
1: Uh, he only did that for like two or three issues, but like. Um, yeah he was in his the the whole thing he was brought from he stopped being a baby and then being an adult man again in like 1974 or five ish whatever that issue is very short it's very early in the new x-men run very very early how long was he a baby uh not long i i mean because he turned into a baby in a defenders comic and and that's one of the crazy (laughs) things (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's
1: so fucking and that's one of the craziest things too like all this insane <laughs> shit happens in defenders comics but people act like it didn't exist and on paper the defenders is the most badass comic book superhero team there ever is you can't they're the most powerful no one can fuck with them it's dr strange the silver surfer The Hulk, Namor, and then just for shits and giggles, they throw the Valkyrie in there. It's like it's the most badass team. Like the Avengers ain't shit compared to the Defenders, but like everybody treats them like they're so B-list. It's like it has the Hulk and Silver (laughs) Surfer on one team. What and that's not including
2: everybody else who's an A-lister. I had one, they had like Iron Fist, Silver Surfer, Punisher, Red Hulk. Red She-Hulk and, like, fucking somebody else. I'm like,
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah, at one point they, they get <laughs> ridiculous, but the, the original iteration of the Defenders is just like the most unstoppable team possible. Like, no one can stop. Like, Justice League would get destroyed in a heartbeat. There's no way. Because Silver Surfer could take Superman like that. Anybody who says otherwise doesn't know anything. But, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And But the most batshit insane stuff happens in their comics. Like, Magneto being captured by the Stranger and being turned into a baby <laughs> turned into a baby <laughs> uh-huh. alright guys we're okay. that. see you buddy <laughs> But speaking of Cosmic Ghost Rider, check out what I got the other day. Oh, yeah. Silver Surfer. Marvel Legend from that story. Thanos wins. Oh, it's so great. There's King Thanos, too. Oh, man. Just showing off my toys here. I I think eventually that would kill him. Not everybody. Man, uh, I think you're cutting most of this. <laughs> <laughs> just do a hard cut at that. Rick, I don't know if I can share this now. Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of collecting, is that King, King oh. Thanos?
1: What's going on here? Hey. You boys recording a podcast?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll
1: just be on my way. We're
2: used to kids budding in doing this shit on our cameras. <laughs> We're not used to the kids zooming in. <laughs> the... All right, Get I'm Millen. done. Get I'm done. I'm done. Get Millen to come talk to Joe so we can have a podcast,
1: <laughs> But yeah, you know, it just dawned on me that this King Thanos, if you look here, He's got this long beard with rubber bands in it, like he's Captain Lou Albano or, um, you know, a guy who's got a booth at Gibraltar Trade Center selling um, some hot stereos or hentai. What the hell? (laughs) He's got a bag of weed in his brain. (laughs) He totally (laughs) looks like he should have, like, the pajama pants with the flames on them that cooks wear at Applebee's. He's
2: got a Pantera tattoo (laughs) under that (laughs) smile. I'm Bergero. Yeah, he's got cowboys from too. <laughs> All right, all right, I'm done. I'm With sorry. A date, all um, right, that you don't know what it means.
1: <laughs> excited to go to bed early, and then wake up and watch this super early, and then I'm excited to drink my pre workout and then go lift weights. And it was chest day, so it was great. Very exciting day. He's soaring the spaceways and he's worthy. He spent millions of years. Get it all out now. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Cut that. He just storms away. Cut it all. Cut all the bit about me talking about my toys. (laughs) All that. Cut it! (laughs)